0: All right, dude, controlling my own volume over here, all kinds of craziness going on. Uh, Hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in to This Pink Cloud Season 3, Episode 1, Episode 1, Season 3, Season 3, yes. Uh, If you don't know what we are, we are a a podcast webcast about uh, addiction recovery, sobriety, mental health, all that good stuff. Uh, Let's see. We've got uh, my boy Nathaniel on the board today, which uh, we are thankful for. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, We are at a new studio. We are at Hello Studios uh, in downtown Dallas. Uh, My boy Fitz, gracious enough to uh, give us a spot to land uh, from uh, Frisco. And it's it's good to be out of Frisco. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Frisco. Love you. Um, But other than that, uh, let's see, sitting across from me normally would be Dylan, uh, my Uh, co-host. A little sadness uh, going on there, but uh, Dylan is having some personal uh, issues, and we wish him the best. We do the uh, thoughts and prayers, you know, um, but uh, he's gone through some personal stuff, but we'll be back soon enough, Um, but here it is (laughs) the the recovery legend and and a dude named kelly it's like it's a club it's like we have a mutual respect already whenever we run into somebody named kelly this is kelly aven uh self-proclaimed and uh recovery legend in my opinion
1: Yeah. Hey, man. What's going on? So Not much. Thanks
0: for thanks for being the guinea pig on the uh, on the first episode. It's it's kind of weird. I feel like you know we don't have the the chairs, but it's stools, and it's it's a it's a learning curve for everybody. And hopefully, this doesn't sound like total crap.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is. You what never it know. Is.
0: Hey, let me uh, let me hit our sponsor uh, real quick, which is www dot dot us um that number is 888-857-8857 once again that is summer dot us 888-857-8857 it is a place where i got sober and if i can do it you can do it so uh, reach out to them there in lovely stephenville texas but you know i'm excited to uh, hear your story because i I, you know, we go to some of the same rooms, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've just never really, um, you know, heard it, heard it in its entirety. I mean, I know, uh, you know, your sobriety dates like about 13 years. But if you want to go ahead and just give us uh, give us some background and give us a backstory, DOC, fun stuff like that.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, my name's Kelly. I'm an addict. Uh two Kellys here today man exactly. that's awesome. Um man my uh my story's uh you know pretty similar to like a lot of people's man I uh, uh started using when I was 15. Um, you know started with the gateways and uh worked my way up from there man pretty quickly and efficiently um you know by the time I was 19 I was uh on my first uh meth binge and that would last for about a year and then I would I would start this cycle at that point of what I would do is I would binge on hard drugs and then I would go, oh, my God, this is crazy. I got to stop doing this. And so uh, I would stop doing it. And then all my friends and, you know. That temporary
0: um, moment of clarity. Well, I mean, just
1: <laughs> I got to stop doing that. Yeah. Like that, but
0: hopefully we can still do here, all this. This is still on the table because, sure. you know,
1: I didn't, you know, sell all my stuff to, you know. Right. Um, I, I did not not pay my rent because I was drinking beer. You right. Know? I sure. didn't pay my rent because I was on a meth bench. So, uh, you know, all my normal friends would be like, hey, man, just, you know, smoke weed and drink a beer, man. Be cool. You know, I'd go, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Of course. Like, uh, you know, and uh, so I would do that and, uh, you know, it would sometimes I'd go a year, two, three. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, there'd always be, you know, parties on the weekends and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I just, my you know, meth was like my drug of no choice. Mm-hmm. Um, once I started doing it, I couldn't stop. And I would forget that.
0: I like that drug of no choice because oh, yeah. you mean, had no choice. Now yeah. Once
1: I start, man, it's, uh, you know, it's off to the races. And, uh-huh. and there's no, you know, as much as I'd like to control it, it's just I don't want to stop. Right. You know, um, I have no desire to stop. Sure. Um, and I would forget that. So what would happen is, is, is uh, you know, I'd be on the – the just party and maintenance program, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, would, would be all right. I wouldn't really accomplish anything or even feel better about myself or anything. But, um, and then eventually, you know, the devil shows up mm-hmm. and somebody would have some at a party or something. And, right. And, uh, you know, I'd be. You just, already might be s- semi
0: inebriated and, in, and no condition to say no. I mean, I wasn't good at <laughs> saying
1: no anyway or right. anything ever. Yeah.
0: No, I get it. I and get so, it. Yeah.
1: And so it would start the whole thing, and then, you know, a year or two later, I'd go, oh, my God, this is crazy. i got to stop doing this. And uh-huh. then my normal friends would show up and go, hey, man, just drink beer and calm down. And Right. And I would go, okay, yeah, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I did that for uh, 28 years. Right. And, uh, I mean, just a cycle of getting, losing, finding, using um, – Man, I made that rhyme. Yeah. Um, I think it's because I, I, I have these headphones I think on. it's because of the fresh tracksuit, Well, I dude. mean, you know, <laughs> I put this on, I have this microphone, right. and it's like I'm pretty sure I should start my rap career right sure. here and now. Yeah. Um, that's what you do in recovery, right? Well, right. <laughs>
0: we'll get to um, your rap name here in a bit. Yeah, well. Um,
1: <laughs> so anyway, man, I would just do that over and over and over again, man. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I had tried rehab one time. I uh, went to a uh, a Scientology based rehab called okay. Narcanon in wow. Northern California. I did
0: not know that existed. Yeah, and uh, was, it was, uh, was Tom Cruise there? Uh, man, was John Travolta uh, there? Believe it or not, yeah,
1: uh, John Travolta's nanny's brother was there. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> six, not, degree, six degrees of Travolta. <laughs> well, I mean, he was a cool guy, man. Yeah. He was like a, a, a he was a uh, a king crab fisherman before that show came out, like okay. he was a badass. Oh, I okay, got gotcha. And like he took us mountain climbing, and like mm-hmm. all, he was really like ripped and cool, and mm-hmm. he was cooler than me, which <laughs> which it was, is tough. Which is a tall. <laughs> it took me a while tall. to get. Which like is a okay tall order, me. dude. To it took me a while to get okay sure. with it, but like he would say nice things about me, so I would be like, okay, well, uh, um, but uh, uh, you know, it worked while I was there. Okay. Yeah. You know, and. uh, uh, you know, I, I had some bad information from, from people that, you know, that were out there that meant well. And, mm. and the information was that, uh, you know, don't go to an NA meeting. Don't go to an AA meeting. They, you know, they sell drugs in the parking lot.
0: Oh, and yeah. You know, I was <laughs> like, oh,
1: okay. Well, yeah. I, you know, I guess I won't. And yeah. so I got back home, and I had no support system. And within a month, I was using again. What did they know? want
0: you to just go to, to be a full member of the Church of Scientology, and we're going we're gonna to fix yeah, that for you today? Yeah, they couldn't. I mean, they, they try, you know, yeah. they try sure, to get you to work, you know, and they try right. to
1: get you to work there and, right. and, and, you know, they, they say nice things to you and they tell you how talented you are. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I mean, the program itself is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a sauna purification program. It was like one of the coolest things I've ever done. Okay. Um, I mean, like, you get done with it, and you're like, wow, was the sky always this blue? Right. Did, did lettuce always taste this good? This right. is amazing. Well, like, no, 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 because I've never had... you out. I, I, mean, I have
0: a million and one questions I could just yeah. ask about Scientology. <laughs> I don't mean to go yeah. off on that tangent, but, you know, it's, it's just like I've never heard anybody say that they went through a rehab that was yeah. Scientology-based, I guess. So. Well, it was... Uh, it's interesting. It's, that's fun to know. My fun mo- fun my, facts.
1: My mother at the time was dating a Scientologist guy. Ah. Uh. Um, um who we will refer to as piece of shit no. um, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was what he was man. right and like uh uh you know he he uh, told my mom about it he was in santa cruz california and i go yeah i want to go there in. yeah yeah of course. and uh so uh uh you know i got to go to santa cruz and take like the best vacation i've ever taken man sure. and uh, you know it was really cool because like uh uh, once you were there and you had been there like a week and they saw that, like, you weren't going to do anything crazy or, you know, they trusted you that you mm-hmm. could go anywhere and do anything. You just had to do like the program. And then like people from California would come there and bring their cars. And so we'd just jump in a car and go, Wow! I mean, like, uh, 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 you know, like, like I was real good friends with the band Pantera. So mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, which my,
0: Pantera is from Arlington, yeah, Dallas right. area. If people don't
1: know. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, my name's on the Cowboys from Hell album.
0: Oh, um, there we go.
1: You know, so is about six hundred other people. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, oh, man, man, you're um,
0: the o- you're the only one that wasn't a stripper. <laughs> no,
1: yeah. Well, uh, it wasn't that good back then. Right. This is before they got famous. Like this was when oh, they I were gotcha. breaking through. Sure. But uh, after they did get famous, like they were coming to Santa Cruz or they were coming to San Jose, and like I called their manager, who was a friend of mine. And I said, Hey, can you get me? tickets for the show you know Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah i'll get you tickets and after show passes and so Mm -hmm. i took like 10 people from the rehab to the show i mean we (laughs) did cool stuff while we were there right yeah um and then they took me to like punk rock shows and got back you know it was we just didn't use you know yeah and so it was really cool and uh Um, That's tough to do with Pantera. Yeah. Well, I, it was right after uh, Phil had OD'd and he saw me at like the backstage. He was like, Hey, come party. I'm like, Dude, I can't. I'm in rehab. Yeah. Right.
0: He's like, What are you doing here then? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. These are your fans, bro. This is
1: is who pays for your dope. Right. Um, But, uh, but, uh, yeah, man. So, um, you know, just when I got home, man, nothing had changed. I, you know, um, the program was cool. You know, it was very, it was, uh, uh, very mental and very, you know, um, they had drills where you had to do eyes open. Okay. Um, and that was like uh, you'd have to stare at your partner mm-hmm. for an hour without blinking.
0: That's uncomfortable. And you would have to be there for them. <laughs> okay.
1: Can you? And I mean, like. I mean, you know, I can I can look at like you, if you in the eyes yeah, right
0: now for about 30 seconds, and then I, I got to well drift. Well, they
1: do it when you first get there. Yeah. And then they do it after the sonic purification uh-huh. program, and like. um you know if you blink it's like fail it's like oh, so i mean like, can you want to get blink
0: man you can do it yeah <laughs> Did they give you toothpicks <laughs> no man you just you just like okay all right just do it you know it's, so it's, you got really you, good at a staring contest yeah yeah basically. i mean there's other stuff yeah I mean, don't no, get me wrong I, yeah, it, yeah. you
1: have cognitions and sure. things you know which are like you know step work basically mm-hmm. um just at a it, just a different style right but uh but you know, I didn't take that part of the program that serious because you know I'm kick ass and I got you know. Yeah, you all know, I needed and I to pump like, the brakes. And well, I yeah. was jogging like eight miles in the mountains. I was right. ripped. You know, I looked like uh-huh. an astronaut. You know, and um, an I thought I was better. Right. You know, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done, man. I'll never do that sure. again. You know, and uh, just let me go home and show everybody how badass I am. And, right. You know, uh, a month later, I was bored, and you know, nothing had changed, and I was like, well, oh well and uh so anyway you know that was uh, my that was my one and only time to go to rehab uh-huh. and uh which you know today it's amazing man i you know i'll go to those i go to meetings and i'll hear kids going I've been to rehab twelve times. And oh I, yeah, I
0: didn't know there was twelve rehabs you could go to. Dude, I've heard. No, <laughs> seriously, I've heard yeah. like four, like forty-five times. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's, well, dude, maybe a, you need, maybe you need to well, go to prison. Well, it's a much, <laughs> but not like that's going to stop you, really. Well, but.
1: well, it's just my point is it's just a much different recovery world today than, oh, yeah. than back then. I'm, a, you know, I'm an old school partier. You uh-huh. know, I wasn't like you know. Um, I never, the word addict was not like in our vocabulary. No, the word That's,
0: substance use disorder was no, not, no, <laughs> it was, no, like, it was just yeah.
1: uh oh, Kelly. He's uh, a partier, man. Yeah, Look right. at him over there. Right. You know, like don't give him the bag and let him go in the bathroom by himself. Cause, you know, <laughs> cause
0: that bag will be, cause gone. he will party. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> and, uh, you know, there was no, right. There was no fucking cake or presents or anything for the last 20 years that I partied. You yeah, know? So, sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah man um uh so that you know that rehab you know didn't take uh-huh. and uh, and then you know a couple years later I went on a or you know then I went on a binge and I stayed on that binge for about a year and a half and then mm-hmm. a buddy of mine was like hey man I've got this thing I want you to go through man it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a life enrichment seminar and I was like okay, okay cool man like, right. I'll try it you know and sure
0: uh, and were you using again at this time? Yeah, yeah I was on. like the first. Full on back. Well, back. The,
1: the first. Uh, the first.
0: New and improved. The first
1: weekend of the seminar, uh-huh. I was coming down off of meth. Uh-huh. And I didn't do any. Okay. Um, but I was still high on it from, you know, because, it, it, you know, you stay high for three or four days. But, I you know, um, but, man, this was like this life-changing, and I felt really good. And I was like, man, these people are incredible. And it was this. uh it was a sort of Christian life enrichment seminar mm-hmm. called the Road Adventure, and it was really cool, man. And uh, um, and so <laughs> I made it through part one and part two. And part two I wasn't high, but uh, um, but part two I made it through. And then uh, it was over, and and like there was nothing, you know, there was no follow up, no nothing, you know. And I was like, well, that felt great. I felt like I was fixed. But then so I relapsed again, and uh, and uh, uh, probably for about a half a year. And then I found out the Road Adventure was building a seminar place on Campbell Road, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go up there and check it out. And uh, I walked up there, and uh, I was uh, coming down off of you know some stuff, and, mm-hmm. and like uh, they welcomed me with open arms and said, you know, hey man, you know, like we remember when you went through here, man. You should, you should come and be a uh, what's called a trainer here, which is basically a counselor who guides you through the uh, uh, the seminar. So I did that for the next year of my life I did that every once a month you know for this it's a three-day weekend it's like a five-day week and then there's a three-day weekend and and you go all day and all night but uh it was really cool and uh it was really cool and I helped a lot of people and I felt really good about myself and I found out you know that one of my talents was was like listening to people finding out what's wrong with them and and kind of helping them you know and uh and it, but it was Christian based, and I re- I wasn't really a Christian, so we kind of like, I mean, I wanted to be, but I just couldn't get there, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, um, so I would listen to, you know, I would li- we'd do all the prayers and everything, and and uh, you know, after then after it was over, I would go with a couple guys from there, and we'd go drink some beer because you couldn't drink during it, but you could drink after, you know. Like mm-hmm. they weren't really, you know, it was just, but. Uh, uh, I did that for a while, man, and that was cool, and then, you know, that ended and, and uh, binged again, you know, and so I, um, just that complete cycle of just binging, stopping, binging, stopping, um, you know, and I had binges on all the big three, four drugs, you know, heroin, uh-huh. crack, coke, meth, you know. I Would did you it. just rotate? No, I would just get stuck on one for a minute, you mm-hmm. know, and go, "This is different. Maybe I can manage this one." You right? Know? And, uh, <laughs> it's um, funny.
0: I love that. I love that. Maybe we can just. Maybe if I just do this, it'll yeah, be okay. You know, yeah. Well, that, I mean, no, that just how the mind, how the mind works. It's uh, it's fascinating. Like maybe I can just navigate. But this you know, way. it wasn't ever even
1: like maybe I can. It was just right. more. It was just more of a. Oh, I like this.
0: <laughs> uh, gotcha. Oh, this is cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is sure.
1: this is this. You know, I remember one of my. The guy who actually turned me on to heroin goes, It's user friendly, Bubba. (laughs) I'm like, What? Yeah. I was like, Okay, cool. Yeah. And, Uh uh, you know, at first it was, you know, you snort a little bit and you'd go, Oh, I can still talk to people. I'm not all ganked out like I am on meth. I can actually go to sleep and wake Mm -hmm. up and go to work the next morning. And it is user friendly, you know. And then, you know, nine months later, it's like, Wait, I don't have any and I'm sick, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Uh, You know, so I
1: I did that one time. Uh I, I got dope sick one time and I said, Anybody that goes back to that, to use that shit again after being dope sick one time is stupid. Right. <laughs> I mean, because well, it was too much, man. Sure. It was like.
0: But you know, but the thing that sucks is is it happens all the time, Yeah, dude. yeah I mean, I get it. It yeah. just wasn't my thing, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Like, you know, with meth, it's like you run out, you come down, you just sleep for like four days. Uh-huh. And, you know, I mean. Right. You wake up and you're hungry and you eat. And then you sure. go back to sleep for four more, you know. Right. But. You yeah, know, that's the come. That's the difference in the come down. Is like you know, and you know, me trying to like say my dr- drug of no choice is better than their drug of no choice is pretty silly. But sure, you know, I really it, it just I just was like that's the worst thing I've ever felt in my life. And oh I, right, yeah, yeah. I can I imagine. A, I had COVID last year, and I was like, man, this feels like being dope sick. Right, um, <laughs> <laughs> this feels like snake venom. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, so anyway, man, I. Uh, uh, you know, I I had a good job for a while, man, and uh, it's funny because my home group is Eastside in, in Richardson, and, and the company that I had a good job at is right behind Eastside. It's it's a big moving company, and, and I had a good job there. I became a commercial accounts manager and, uh, you know, no high school diploma. No, you know, they were just like, you're smart. You can do it. And I was like, you're damn right, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I just became a, a household good salesman, commercial account manager at a moving company, and and, man, I kept partying, man, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, didn't do any uh meth or anything, but I uh, would do below on the weekends and just, you know, and then I would show up Monday just going,
0: uh, you know, yeah.
1: and uh then it would, you know, then I'd party on Thursday night because, you know, it's ladies night right. at some bar and I have, yeah, you sure. know, and somebody's going to hey, get,
0: get ready for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so <laughs> like you per- like need to warm up to party. <laughs> so I, I,
1: after about. Two and a half, three years of that, they were kind of sick of my shit, and they were like, "Hey, uh-huh. you know what? Why don't you sign this letter of resignation and uh-huh. uh, and we'll pay you for two more weeks, and then uh-huh. you know, and I'm dumb, and I sign it, and uh-huh. you know, can't get out deployment." But anyway, I um, I hadn't done meth in like three years at that point, and so like I'm like, "Well, I know what I can do now," mm-hmm. and so I uh, <laughs> you know I turned down meth for three years for probably once every month if somebody had some, and I go, "Nah, I got to mm-hmm. work." I got a job. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can do this over here, but mm-hmm. I can't do that. Sure. Anyway, man, I, I went searching for it and, uh, uh, you know, just got high and drunk on some other stuff, man, and uh, uh, couldn't couldn't find any meth that night. Mm-hmm. And I uh, crashed my car uh, into a parked car on the wrong side of the road, okay. uh, going from a girlfriend's house to a friend's house because mm-hmm. I was going to, you know i need to crash and, right uh, i crashed and uh,
0: uh <laughs> yeah right literally and i really
1: hadn't been drinking that much but like the other stuff that i had done it like really you know taken a toll and uh-huh. so um i get out of my car and there's a deaf lady that lives there and she came out and was like and i'm like it's okay i've got insurance and yeah and i uh, started to try to like run and you know I was,
0: <laughs> that's always uh, a good sign well dude. you know i've I, got uh, insurance i'll well, see you go, later i was dude. gonna go
1: run back to her house and regroup you All know right. and, uh, you know just let my crash car sit there and, uh-huh. and uh, let everybody else figure that out while i went and slept off the four xanax that i had taken sure. and uh you know um because i usually didn't take those and i took them that night and of course mm-hmm. it was a bad idea mm. and uh uh, you know, so uh, that combo and, didn't work well, out well. I, I was running down the, the street, the
0: combo platter of the evening. <laughs> yeah,
1: if I can remember correctly, I was running down the street like slow motion, like the Six Million Dollar Man. You know, am
0: like <laughs> with, a, with, a deaf la- with a with a deaf lady chasing you. <laughs> no, she didn't chase me, but
1: <laughs> yeah, well, she didn't chase me, but um, the cops did. Sure. And like, I just remember like some big. Really, arms twice the size of mine wrapping uh-huh. around me and burying my face into the dirt.
0: Right. And uh,
1: going to jail later and waking up going, hey, <laughs> oh you know, yeah, okay. And uh, so then when you know when that case came up, my lawyer was like, hey, we can beat this, but there's a deaf lady and she said, you know, I could smell beer on his breath. You know. Uh huh. Oh right he's like if she wasn't deaf we could probably beat it but you know it's like they, <laughs> yeah. have, they have super spell because right
0: know, <laughs> yeah true yeah I yeah mean, Yeah. They, you know, the heightened senses yeah yes. yeah
1: so i'm like okay well just my luck so anyway right. after that uh i did all the meth i could do for the next five years mm-hmm. and uh and so i still kept a job the whole time i mm-hmm. moved you know i'm a furniture mover and you can do it high. Yeah. In fact, some days you can do it really well high. And then the sure. other days, the other guys on the truck are going,
0: What the hey, hell? Are you all right? <laughs> yeah. I got um, this, yeah. <laughs> You
1: know, and like a lot of customers, I would show up and they'd be like, Oh, wait a minute. We're going to let this guy in our house. And then by the time I leave, they'd be like, Oh, we love you, Kelly. Thank you. Because I'd yeah. be like vacuuming their closet, you know. <laughs> all right. If, you know, if the shit was good and, and I was – you know sure if it wasn't though then i'd be like oh, yeah where yeah Where'd i put that dolly to move that thing yeah. <laughs> so after right. after a while man i uh, uh uh the guys got sick of my shit and they all ratted me out and uh and then uh my boss uh at at uh, a moving company he was like he called me and so i was renting a room from a lady and uh uh I you know i kept my life simple when i used man like uh you know small fish you know mm-hmm. don't get don't get caught you mm-hmm. know the trophy fish get caught and uh small fish get thrown back you mm-hmm. know so I, I stayed a small fish in that world man and just used went home used went home worked used went home you know mm-hmm. and uh and so uh the last uh the last day i used my boss called me and he was like hey man uh I see you've been doing some creative paperwork and, uh, you know, the guys kind of ratted you out and said that, you know, you were the one that was up to it. And I was like, man, they all do it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, have it. You're supposed to be my friend. Cause mm-hmm. I played softball with this guy and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we've been friends for a long time. Now when you say
0: creative paperwork, is that code for <laughs> <laughs> stealing? <laughs> for, yeah. I gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: um, you know, um, and so, uh, you know and that hit me really hard man when yeah he said, he said, yeah but you're supposed to be my friend because i was like yeah, yeah i didn't know i had any friends sorry. yeah sorry i forgot right um it's pretty much just all about me you uh-huh. know When i'm using yeah, so, of course um anyway man i uh the lady that i was renting a room from that i found in the green sheet you mm. know um she called me downstairs and had the other old man that was living there like in the room for reinforcements i guess like and mm. she goes we think you're doing drugs and you got to move out and i'm Mm. like oh you think i haven't slept since i moved in okay well, (laughs) good call and uh so (laughs) i got
2: me (laughs) i took my
1: little hobo bag on a stick Uh and uh pedaled away on my bicycle Uh because i had uh i wrecked my car five years ago and i couldn't mastermind getting a driver's license or anything else Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. for the five years that uh meth was the most important thing in my world and uh um i pedaled away on my bicycle in the pouring rain and it was uh state fair time Mm, and so and the reason i remember is because it was richardson state fair day where the kids are out because i got on the train in richardson uh and i saw some people i knew Uh uh-huh and they were like hey kelly we're going to the state fair it was one of my softball buddies and Uh these kids you know and i was just like with my bike and i was Uh just like
0: (laughs) right like Gollum style (laughs) exactly (laughs) and
1: so man i uh and I just remember at that point right there, I just go, man, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with all of this. Sure. All of it. Like, it do- I don't care what kind of life I have left after this. I'm right. done with dope. I'm done with, and i would never been to a meeting in my
0: life. Uh-huh. Right? I th- I thought you were gonna say something about going to the state fair and I was like, no, oh dude, no. and then I met some homies there. You know, at the I state got a fair corn dog and, and everything. Then, and then I did some meth, dude. And then we ended up <laughs> no. going from state fair to state fair to state fair. And uh, <laughs> I had a
1: Magic Fletcher's corny dog. There you go. Never believe what happened. No, um, no, man. It was just. It was just. Enough, it was like man. one of those things, like enough, where man. you're just I, like, like
0: these people I, have kids. I'm on my bike. <laughs> coming well, down hard. and just got kicked out by grandma. Okay, so here's yeah.
1: a, here's another little yeah, wrinkle. Lit, a little wrinkle of that uh-huh. story is that family I had done dope with. Okay, like I had party with them. But the people but, that you were living with? No, no, no. no. The okay. people on the train.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: And uh, uh, I played softball with her husband, mm. and he was real good at like he could do a little bit and not do anymore. Mm. Yeah. She couldn't, but he right. kept her in check. So I saw her and her friend and the kids on the train. And she's like, hey, Kelly. I'm like, um, and I'm thinking to myself, man, why am I like this and she's like that? Why does she get to have her kids and why does she get to,
2: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: and I was like, man, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Mm -hmm. Right? And, uh, I mean, that girl, uh, I hope she's still in recovery Mm -hmm. because she bottomed out way harder than I ever did. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, that girl with her kids, like she, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't want to put her business out there. But that was just one of those things where like, you know, um, I was looking at her, you know, I mean, addiction catches up with all of us. Some of us have it. Some of us don't, mm-hmm. um, some people can do a little bit and stop and control it and manage it. Sure. Uh, I can't, right. um, you know, uh, I can't control cupcakes, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, one is too many, you know, sure. uh, sugar was my first drug of choice. I mean, I, when I was five or six years old. I remember stealing from my grandmother to go get my own supply right. of candy because the one or two pieces they gave me wasn't enough, man. I was right. like, you know, y'all got to be kidding, man. Like, that's – like, I want that syrupy, sure. sugary goodness. Well, so like,
0: would you would you say that the rooms were pretty much your, your, I guess, answer for addiction or for recovery, or what would you say?
1: Man, that's a tough question because
0: yeah. – I mean, they pl- obviously played a part in it. Because I
1: think – because for me personally, the dope is what got me clean. Uh-huh. Like the dope is what made me quit sure I, I hadn't been to a meeting yet and so what happened was i got off the train and i had to call my mommy i was 42 mm-hmm. years old and <laughs> you by. had to call your mommy mommy 42. i have nowhere to go and uh, i don't have a job anymore sure. and can i come home and i'm like i'm done mom i promise and she's like yeah if you're done you know she could tell like she mm-hmm. you know it was just a vibe you know and uh and so i went home and uh everything everything was different you know and I i slept for a few days and woke up and my mom's like yeah so glad you're here man and i was like yeah i'm done mom this. Mm. like i'm so done like you just don't you know so anyway i was sitting around with my mom for uh, my mom and my sister for you know a couple of uh a uh, couple of weeks and then my sister's like hey why don't you try going to a meeting and i'm like man what do you mean you know she's like you know like aa or na or something you know and i was like
0: yeah sure, yeah, sure it'd why it'd, it'd not
1: be better than sitting around here with you and mom you know and uh, right. i bet there's girls there you know right and uh i like the ladies sure um, of course you know so i was like well let's go check it out yeah so i went to uh a couple of AA meetings and uh, you know i'd i was like i can see how this helps but like you know i'd share about drugs and and they'd be like you know hey you might need to go across the street Mm-hmm. and so i wasn't offended i was like well
0: right it was, there it, there's it was, there if for those that don't know they're kind of compartmentalized like there's you know your cma yeah. there's there's a there's ca there's aa and you know it's all basically taken from the yeah. big book originally which was yeah. AA. well this book. is uh, so, but people this, like to people like to kind of be with their own and i get it so well you know, this was uh, or that understand them better
1: you know this was this was over mesquite and there's an AA group and right across the street is an na group mm-hmm. so I was like, I told my ride because I still didn't have a car yet. And I, mm-hmm. You know, still had the bicycle, which mm-hmm. was a miracle. Um, but um, I said, "Hey, take me over there by that NA group and uh, just let me just see what it looks like. You know, mm-hmm. drive through the parking lot or something. You know." And we drove through, and a couple of girls stand, standing outside, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to go there. You know, because <laughs> okay. uh, well, they got girls, dude. I so mean, you know, it's better. I, mean, I want to yeah. be sitting at home with mom and <laughs> sure. my sister. You know, it's right. like Like so." The next night, I went to a uh, N.A. meeting, and I walked in the door, and it was electric. It was a vibe. It was a vibration that I'd never felt before. It mm-hmm. felt like um, everything was alive, and I could just feel the energy. And, and uh, man, I'll never forget. Um, man, I just started reading the stuff on the walls, and I was just like, oh, my God. Mm. They know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Like, my whole life, I didn't know what was wrong with me, man, because, uh, you know. I, I just got bad advice from, from people who tried their best, but man, like, uh, I never tried it in a meeting. So I sure. walked in there and they were, they were like, oh yeah, bro, you got the disease of addiction, you know? And I'm like, most people, you know, I started reading the stuff, man. And I devoured it, man. And I was just like, you know, most of us will realize that the disease was present long before the drugs ever were. And I was like, oh my God. Right. Like they've known what's wrong with me since I was five.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank God.
1: Finally, sure. finally a diagnosis, you right. know, because, uh. Um uh, it was just such a relief, man. And so uh, you know, I sunk my teeth into it, man, I worked the steps and, you know, got a sponsor and and uh you know, uh you know, got got a relationship, had a baby, you know, that mm-hmm. wasn't mine, adopted it. Um, she left me, um, paid child support for five years and Mm -hmm. then now that's over she's like we don't need your money anymore and Mm -hmm. she doesn't want you to be her dad anymore so i'm like okay Mm -hmm. i just did the right thing man sure for time after time and uh you know uh, my life's been pretty magical man you know even with the heartbreaks and things like that well uh,
0: yeah and it's like what they say is life on life's terms so there's a lot of that and and a lot of people have trouble navigating that yeah. without substance or their you know yeah, yeah. their doc well and I get that well yeah. see
1: I had 28 years of experience of doing it the wrong way and uh-huh. so and so now that I've done it the right way for a while and I see how hard it is just to do it the right way without yeah. drugs like you know, people go. You know, do you ever think about using again or uh, relapse? And I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. Fuck no, man. Right, Life's right, hard right. enough just like this. Sure. This is hard. Right.
0: Right. right. Like
1: no wonder I use, but that's gonna make it way harder. Like mm. I'm, I have a hard time just. You know, I mean, I do pretty good at life, but it's still, man. Like the battles that are in here are constant, right? right. You know, and so. uh but well, what um, would you say
0: because I I mean to me uh if if nobody knows my story out there I was uh, I you know was an alcoholic mm-hmm. for about the same length of time yeah. you know and it just went from party to <laughs> to addiction yeah. um but very gradually you yeah. know and and it took me forever to actually even realize oh, yeah. you know and admit to myself that yeah. I was it was unmanageable but uh, uh, you know I guess um you know with me I still like think, you know, oh, I, well I've got that 2 year mark coming up. So, you know, if I get to that 2 year mark, you know, maybe uh, maybe a beer or something like yeah. that. I mean, that creeps in. But I guess the question that I was going to ask you is wh- what uh, what trick do you use after 13 years of sobriety? Um do do you use to remind yourself of how shitty or unmanageable your life was
1: you know that that's that's a good question it, you know it's 28 years yeah of just going man this like that was a waste right i look back on it and i just go what the fuck was that
0: right well you what said what some, was that you said something what? the other night um you know where you envy yeah. a lot of the younger people that are actually in the program um because because it's like dude I, you know you were 42 until you yeah. figured it out you know and i mean shit i was i was 50 yeah, I was 50 right. until I figured it out so you know.
1: Well, you know, it's uh uh you know, I just look at all the time I wasted. Uh-huh. And like and I you know, like I I'm a believer that like anything over 50 is bonus time. Mm-hmm. Like when I look at like the the complete planet's history, mm-hmm. like anybody that lives to be 50 or older is in bonus time, man, mm-hmm. cuz you know, billions of people on this planet have existed that never made it to 50, mm-hmm. you know, so um, and I'm 56 so I'm mm-hmm. six years into the bonus and I, I don't want to fuck any of it up man mm-hmm. i have already I mean I've I've messed up a lot of stuff in recovery, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've had to rebuild a
0: reputation. Yeah, and, th- and that, that's an important fact that you you mentioned because it's not just, okay, take away the alcohol or take away the meth, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. She, there's, there's a life, dude, and there's a life that you have to live, yeah. um, you know, and it, it's just, okay, if you take out that one component, sure, it's going to get better, mm-hmm. but it's not going to fix it. And, then, right. and that's why I do – you know, I, I, I'm a I'm a fan of multiple pathways mm-hmm. as far as recovery, Me whatever too. works for you. Yeah. Um, and I think actually the more, the merrier. Yeah. The, you know, um, but if if you you know, it, it's I, I, I've totally lost my train of thought. It was going to be a good point, though. But
1: you're <laughs> but probably going to bring up my gambling addiction. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I
0: was. <laughs> g- yeah, I was going to get to that.
1: But um, which is which is.
0: Yeah. I mean, because there is. You Which know, is
1: arrested at the point right at this point right now and has right. been since June 11th at about 10:30 in the morning. But you know who's counting. Uh, right. But uh, man, you know that. Uh, that's I was one just of, doing the math. Yeah. So, it's one of the manifestations you know, of this yeah. disease that just you know just took over my life again, man, without uh-huh. without my permission. And I, I mean, I gave it permission, but I I don't know if I knew or not. But I just like it's so easy to just like you know the worst thing that can happen to an addict when they gamble is they win. Because, mm-hmm. um, man, that feeling, you know, is like, ooh, this is, you know, endorphins and winning. And, and then the the, the weird thing is is that the insanity of losing is so familiar from your past that, like, mm-hmm. it's real easy to go, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to feel like this every once in a while. Right. I'm supposed to put my head in my hands and go, why me? Why am yeah. I so stupid? Uh-huh. Um, why can't I get it right? Why does, you know, why do I have to always uh, – you know subvert myself Uh
0: uh-huh
1: it's very familiar and so man like uh you know you gotta stay in the solution you know and and -hmm. and you gotta stay plugged in but
0: yeah and it's just just, like you said like it's not just substance but i mean it's just anything it's an addictive personality yes it is is what it is if
1: if i've got four credit cards my disease has four credit cards unless (laughs) unless i'm in the solution man you know and uh um, you know,
0: is there and have it, you, you gone to uh, like? Is there a GA meeting? No, no?
1: I, I just uh, man, it was one of the same things, man. Yeah, you just kind of applied
0: <laughs> what you knew from the steps. One day,
1: man, I I I got a machine up to a hundred dollars, and I had no money to my name. I had twenty. I put it in the machine. I got it up to a hundred, and I played it all the way back down to zero. And I mm-hmm. done. And I realized I've done this. Fifty times, uh, and I was like, "I'm no longer, you know, I'm no longer in control of this. I haven't been in a long time. It's time to stop. Mm-hmm. I gotta fucking stop." And sure. So I went into my room man, and and uh, shut the door, and I was like, "Oh, this is familiar. I'm in a room again with uh, nowhere to go and nothing to do, and my life's gotten really small." And um, same feeling I had when you know the day that I on the bicycle in the rain, and I was like, man, dude like, uh, better figure something out. Mm-hmm. You better, uh, you know, you better change, you know." Right. So I I just stayed in my room and I. I worked all the steps in my mind again, like man. I admitted, you know, that I was powerless. I, I, I asked God to restore me to sanity. I got on my knees and prayed. I said, mm-hmm. you know, take my will and my life. Um, I did a quick inventory of like all the things I had done. You know, I like admitted mm-hmm. that I was wrong. I admitted it to God. I admitted it to myself. And man, I just you know, I just gave myself a crash course, mm-hmm. man. And then I and then I white knuckled it, man. Mm-hmm. And, man, quitting gambling, for me, was way harder than dope ever was because I was done with dope. Mm-hmm. I was done. With mm-hmm. the gambling, it was like, I still got another one in me.
0: Right. Sure. <laughs> I still
1: Right. I, I still see those lottery tickets, and I'm right. like, man, there's there's some <laughs> money on number 21. <laughs> I could right. be me. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that could, yeah. That could fix I my I could be life the winner. Well, Oh, and I guess what so I was – oh, oh, go ahead. Well, what it boils down to is, like, uh, what I realize is that, uh, um, you know, as far as money, it's like dope. It's like it's never going to be enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I started getting scared about money, so I started gambling to try to supplement my income. Sure, you know, like, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, the bills got a little overwhelming. I was, you know, and uh, and, and so, you know, I, it, and I just realized, like, it's never enough. And I mm-hmm. realized, man, like, dude, you got more than enough. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I did, man, to, like, overcome it was, like, uh, I started practicing unconditional generosity. Mm. And it was really cool, man. I mean, uh,
0: I, I – Explain
1: well, man. What I did was uh, when I stopped gambling, I had money. Uh-huh. You know, I, I started having extra money, and, and I started to something inside me. Just the just the God voice inside me said, "Man, give some of this shit away, mm-hmm. and don't look for anything in return." And I don't even like really sharing about it because it's yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like bragging you know, about hey listen hey, hey
0: listen to what a good person i yeah, am
1: listen to how humble i am everyone right, yes um I'm but, fantastic. but man i just
0: started giving away money
1: here right. and there and here and there and yeah just, sure and not asking for it back and just saying mm-hmm. man here and i realized like man like uh might as well give it to somebody that needs it instead right. of putting it in a machine and losing it sure and man i just kept getting blessed with money and it just kept coming in uh-huh. and, and uh and, and so um i i I don't practice it as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. It had its time, it had its place and it right. helped me a lot. And, uh, well, I still practice hey, it by the way. So anybody,
0: know. if you see Kelly out at a meeting, be sure and hit him up for 20 bucks. Hey man,
1: <laughs> people, people do it all the time. <laughs> hey. And I give it to them because right. man, no, like, that's cool. Cause yeah. man, it, you know, it makes them feel good. You know, it yeah, makes me feel good. But, well,
0: uh, no, I always go, okay, dude, are you, what are you going to use this yeah, for? Yeah. <laughs> see, <laughs> I have, to I, have Yeah. I, enough.
1: I, uh, uh, you know, I usually listen. You know, right. and like I'll hear him saying, like, "I don't get paid till Tuesday." You know, right. like, "No, I get I'll, it." And then after yeah. the meeting, I'll slip it to him and go, "Hey, man, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. No, just, no, I just get take it. this, man." And you go, "I can't take." I'll go, "You didn't ask," you know. And right. Uh, but I, uh, I, I guess,
0: still, I guess what I was going to say earlier though is what my point um, was that I think you know that I think the twelve steps are a beautiful blueprint, and mm. we were talking about multiple. Uh, things, but you know, with with anything, and I love like you know, whenever I hear you talk, you always have, it, it's almost like a practical solution, and you always put the 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 term. Um, you have to want it. I yeah. mean, you have to want it because I can't make you want it. The 12 steps can't make you yeah. want it. C you know CBD, um, right? CB- <laughs> CBT, sorry, cognitive behavioral therapy, yeah, yeah, you know, none of that can make you want to be sober, right. you know, and, and I mean, I think that's an important part well, that you always bring well,
1: up. Well, I think it's, it's like, uh, last night when we were, you know, we were at that meeting and, we, and, mm-hmm. and I was sharing, I was like, you know, um, you know, I want to get religious, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, not a Christian. I am kind of not one, am one, you know, like, I really don't know, mm-hmm. but, uh, like when I see a picture of Jesus, I get really happy because he mm-hmm. was really cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I love what the stuff that he said. So, I mean, like I'm attracted to it, you know? And, uh, and he was basically like, like, uh, do you have faith? You can be healed. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, um, do you believe you can be healed? Mm-hmm. You know, like if they would, if they said, you know, he only healed people that asked. Mm-hmm. And then he, he said, man, have faith that you can be, and you will be. And it's the same thing as in these programs, man. It's like, It's like if you believe you can be fixed and you believe you can be healed, all you gotta do is ask. But you gotta ask somebody to help you, Mm -hmm. and you know. um, Anyway, that's that's my you know. But that's that was the point. Was like God makes a lot of sense when you are in recovery, you Mm -hmm. know. To whereas, like, to an addict, you know, God is like this thing that like tells you
0: when you are an addict, the substance is your God, really, or what you are working for, or or your vocation, really. You know, I mean, at least to me.
1: Well, most people, as we all know, when they come into those meetings, they're mad at God. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because who wouldn't be mad at, like, the guy who tells you everything you do is wrong. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I heard a, I heard a, uh, or I saw a guy on Facebook, you know, some old dude, you know, this, God hates sin, you know, that's, that's high picture. I'm saying mm-hmm. it. That's what his profile picture looked like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just like, nah, I don't think so. I think he hates what it does to us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't think he hates it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he hates like, don't do that. Don't hurt yourself. Like, just mm-hmm. stop. You know. And I was like, well, I was sharing last night. Like, you know, God, I'm mad. At, I was mad at God because why'd you create me to like the wrong stuff too much? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I created you to like a lot of stuff, a lot. Mm-hmm. I just you. <laughs> You like the wrong stuff, but if you'll just get clean and stop doing liking the wrong stuff, like, you'll also like the right stuff Mm -hmm. a lot, too, Mm -hmm. right? I created you to like the right stuff, Mm -hmm. too, right? Right. And so, um, you know, like, just that, that uh, you know, just the mad at God thing is is funny because, Mm -hmm. you know, people aren't really, they're just mad at, like, the idea, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, anyway, you know, I got it when I see a picture of Buddha, I get happy because I know what he said, too. And I'm like, oh, I identify with it. Right. And it gives me a warm feeling inside. And so I'm I'm not mad at that stuff anymore. Sure.
0: Well, uh, you know, one question I had uh, and I think you would be a perfect person to answer this, um, because let's say uh, you have a, a certain confidence about you. So, you know, I mean, a lot of people when they want to quit using or quit using. Um, and I was guilty of this, but um, you know, you always are afraid of losing your edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and what do you have to say to that? Like uh, somebody that's like, oh well, I'll lose my edge. I won't be cool. I won't be able to do this anymore. Um, life's gonna suck if yeah. I don't have the substance that makes me a certain way, or you know, bulletproof.
1: Well, I'll, I'll just I'll I'll just say, man, that like. Uh, uh, Like, that is a fear, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's an uneducated, you know, fear that's told by the lie of the disease. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, like, once you get clean and you realize that, like, okay, this this recovery community
2: Mm -hmm.
1: is just as kick ass as the party community. Oh, yeah. It's just as fun. Mm-hmm. It's just as cool. There's just mm-hmm. as many hot chicks. There's just as many, I mean, you know, yeah. um, there's just as many whatevers. Yeah. There's just as many niches for you right. to fall into, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so I remember this guy, Sharon, man, in a meeting, and he was real cool, and he was like, you know, everybody's going to find their niche in here, man. Just find your niche. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was, you know, and I was like, okay, well, what's my niche? And I, you know, one day I just realized my niche is being kick-ass. Right. Right. Like, (laughs) I mean, like, whatever, you know, and I'm not saying that like in a confident, cocky, arrogant way. I'm saying like, I'm good at like being the center of attention Uh um, when it's needed. Like, I don't, I don't always have to be like, I don't go to every party and go, Hey, look at me, orange, orange, you glad I wore this jacket, you know, uh, (laughs) I don't have to do that, but when it's called on, when people are like, hey, man, can you do, you know, can Mm -hmm. you liven this up, or, you know, Mm -hmm. they, or people, you know, I'm there, and I'm ready, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a skill, it's a niche, and so. Um, you know, my niche is like sharing at meetings and, man, making it different. Yeah. You know, no, like, no, no. Uh, and, and
0: and I think it's funny because you are definitely different when you're sharing. Yeah. And you say some kind of, I would say, unconventional stuff. Yes. And maybe maybe people might go, oh, that's a little, you know, arrogant or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, hell, dude, it's, you know, we can't have, uh, you know, everybody well, just going, oh, my life sucks. And, yeah, well, you, you know, know uh, blah, blah, blah.
1: Some people either like it when you yeah. can compare the – recovery to the Wizard of Oz and some people don't like right it, you right. know and
0: uh, uh. right and, and well and to to feed off of what you were saying um, I was gonna say uh, you know I think people what they need to do or what helps when you um, you know get out and and you are in recovery um, is do some, find something that makes you happy yeah. um, which I think is what you were saying and and find something that you're passionate about yeah. you know and because you, you know I see a lot of people that get sober mm-hmm. and they're still miserable oh yeah you know and I mean we've seen it all the time I mean if you're I mean to me if you're if you're sober and you're still miserable, then there's you got to look you got to look at what maybe your process is yeah and what you know what you're doing wrong or what could possibly you're gonna find
1: you're gonna find your niche in recovery if you're willing to be healed if you believe if you have faith that it can work if Mm -hmm. you you know um you know if you can go and use no more Mm -hmm. (laughs) sure like i mean um you know if you can if you can you can find your niche, man, mm-hmm. and, and like that niche is whatever you love because not everybody's niche is the same. Like you know, um, I could never do this. I don't know anything about podcasts or you know. <laughs> I can get behind the microphone <laughs> and guess, run my mouth, but man, guess when what? I was, neither do I. Well, when I was watching y'all do all this, I was like, yeah, okay, never mind. I don't want my own podcast. This is way too complicated, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you know, because you know we all have delusions of grandeur, and yeah, sure. uh, you know. um, Minor delusions are as big and real as anybody. Sure. Um but uh man, uh, uh you know, I, I've just I've found an audience, you know, uh-huh. in a meeting and yeah. man and and I love to like be able to, to speak help others, my truth yeah. and sure. like and make people laugh and make people happy and make people invigorated yeah. and feel on fire for something, you know. So sure. I mean that's just uh that's my niche, man. And uh and you know,
0: well uh, okay, so we've we've pretty much hit everything except your, your street name, AKA, <laughs> a, a.k.a. your rap name, dude, now that I... But the Falcon. Where Okay, every, so, so people know you as the Falcon, so I know it's there's got to be... a complete
1: nonsense. I know I, there's
0: got to be a story behind it, so man, I want
1: to... I made that nickname up on Facebook one time, uh-huh. and I just pushed it for a little bit. It was completely made up by me. Nobody uh-huh. named me that. Nobody, you know, there's no cool bird story. Uh-huh. Um you know, um, I just made it up, man, and then it never would die. So <laughs> I still walk into places and people go, the Falcon. I'm like, you know, and I got to do the wings and do the ca <laughs> you know. There
0: There's moves that go with it. Well, okay. you know, people man. are always trying to,
1: haters are always trying to bring you down. I'll go, caca, and somebody will go, the Falcon doesn't make that noise. And I'm like, this one does. <laughs> but,
0: That's uh, funny, <laughs> man. Well um yeah I think we're we're probably at about where what time are we at I don't even know dude I've had 50 50 let's well let's make it a little bit longer um okay so if you uh well first off I want to give props to our sponsor who uh they've been our sponsor ever since I started um uh but that is summersky which is www.summersky.us uh, and that is 888-857-8857. Once again, that is 888-857-8857. Um, they are a place out in Stephenville, Texas, where I got clean. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to be one of those guys that just – I went to rehab, and then, I mean, maybe – I don't know. It has something to do with my age. But I was just like, you know, I got it, dude. I was like, man, yeah. I, had, I had a problem – and if this is gonna be that big of a problem, it's not worth it to be a part of my life, you right. know? And that's, that's how it was for me. Right. And I don't know, and I think it could be an age thing where I don't necessarily, I mean, I still feel a little bit invincible. Yeah. But um, you know, and a little That's
1: going to leave very quickly. <laughs> that's going to
0: leave. That's going to leave when you get your colonoscopy. Well,
1: you know, I'm going to say like 55, you know. Uh-huh. Now the difference like when I turned 50, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be badass forever." Right. And then somewhere between 55 and 56, it's like, "Nope. You're yeah. not." Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like this is not that
0: cool. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> but I mean, I, yeah, I'm wondering if that that was a reason, but I mean, you know, my my bottom was awful, you know, I mean, it was, and I think all our bottoms were awful, so w- if you have somebody coming to you, um, like, at, at a meeting, or even outside of a meeting, mm-hmm. well, you know, and they go, you know, hey, I, you know, do the the proverbial, the proverbial, I want what you have, mm-hmm. you know, what what do you tell them? What you, what's the, what would your starting advice be to them?
1: Well, what I, w- so when I first got clean, for about the first four or five years, man, like, uh, and, and then of course got on Facebook and got reconnected with normal people from my past. Uh-huh. Um, you know, a lot of people's parents and stuff. They would, <laughs> you know, they would see me, and and their, you know, their kids. They would remember me with their kids and like how messed up I was, and they would go. Oh my God, he's doing great. You know, he's got a family and he's just completely changed. And so they would reach out to me and they would you know, they thought I was like the dope whisperer or something, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. Like, Can you talk to my son?
0: Uh-huh, yeah. No, no, no. It's funny <laughs> Say some magic words to it's,
1: him, you know, that will change
0: it. It's him. funny like, when you when you when you become sober and you recover out loud yeah, yeah. and you're you're you know, you just say <laughs> something I'm just about like, it. They you know, it's so funny how yeah. all these people will mm-hmm. come in and and just Okay, well, what, what should I do? Yeah. You know, I have a dad that's seventy-five that's drinking well, way too much. Uh,
1: and what I would, what I tell everyone is, uh, go to a meeting.
0: Yeah, start yeah. and keep going. Yeah,
1: go and keep going and do what they tell you. Yeah, and that's the answer. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. Like, um, there is no other secret. Well, and know?
0: and I, and I love, I love the thing. The also the part. When you go to meetings, not only are you with like minded people mm-hmm. with a like mind issue as yours, but you're in a community, dude. Yeah. And and I think a community and building your community yeah. is such a huge part of it was at least of my recovery. Yeah. You know, because if I was just doing this on my own, you know, I would I mean I would be, you know eighty
1: percent of the meetings I go to are fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they don't suck at all. Yeah, you know, twenty percent is kind of like, oh, "What am I doing here? This is yeah. crazy." You know, like that dude needs to be quiet. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> that's just me. That's my shit. Sure. You know, um, but but man, they, you know, it's like I tell my friends, man, that you know, we're still. I'm like, dude, meetings are fun, man. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not a beat down like punishment. <laughs> they're like. Hey, what's up, bro? Uh, yeah, man, you know, right? It's you know the meeting after the meeting, the meeting before the meeting. Oh, the yeah, me- you know all that stuff. Sure. Man, is, uh,
0: well, and I always tell people that I've like, man, since I've become sober, I've like doubled my friends. Like, yeah. There was yeah. a whole there and, and and that and that's one of the reasons why I did this this uh, you know webcast or podcast is because there was so much information yeah. out there, um, you know, resources, just stories and yeah. all this stuff. That I never knew about, but I never really seeked it out. But yeah. then it's just like I opened this whole box and there was like, oh, yeah. my God, this amazing, you know, uh, yeah. stuff going on that I was just uh, too, too drunk yeah. to realize, man, you know.
1: Well, you know, I, I spent the first, you know, eight or nine years of my recovery just in a box, in a in, in an NA box. And and then you meet people along the way, like mm-hmm. you know, like you meet people like Jay, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Jay, yeah. and like I mean, he's like a uniter. He brings Jay people Fee. together. Yeah, you should Jay have Jay shout have, out, and then you uh, should uh, have him on here. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's I'd love got, to. We've had a,
0: all, we've had Mr. Rigdon on.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Yes. You got people like Jeff, yeah. and like they bring people together yeah. from all the fellowships. You sure. you'll see him over here and you see him over there. And yeah. You, and then you'll notice on Facebook, they're friends with everybody you're friends with. And yeah. They, but everybody likes them more than they like you. And you're like, <laughs> hey, I want to be like him, man. Like, I want to be liked like that. Sure, and yeah. And, uh, you know, uh-huh. um, it changes your life, man. Right. If, you, if you're willing and, you yeah. know, if you know you can be healed and you know you can be better and you know you can be a better friend, like, right. you hang out with people like Jeff and, and Jay and you go, mm-hmm. I can do better, man. Right. Like, these guys make me feel like I can do better. And you'll meet people along the way that are like that, man, that change your story and change your recovery and unite you with other people right. that you weren't expecting to know and mm-hmm. i got like uh, i had a birthday party uh two weeks ago man and a surprise party and, and it was like it was like a mixture of like my old friends that i've had since i got in recovery mm-hmm. and then new friends that i've just met in the last couple of years mm-hmm. and it was beautiful man it was like right. this is so cool and uh you know and then you know i don't know if you know this or not but i have a super hot smoke show girlfriend and uh no big deal (laughs) i would expect nothing less. no big deal at all but uh anyway man, she's perfect right uh, i have to give her a shout out well i I
0: was gonna say this is the part of the show where we give shout outs so go ahead dude. well i
1: mean she's she's my north when i go south and she's my peace man she's Mm -hmm. uh you know it's the most peaceful relationship i've ever been in Mm -hmm. and uh man what a I'm a lucky guy, man. Yeah. Like, Do you say
0: her name or no?
1: Oh, yeah. Her name is Taylor, man. She's <laughs> Okay. Everybody knows her. She's sure? like, everybody likes her way more I than they like me. I don't know her.
0: Okay. Well, we'll, introduce we'll have to, you next we'll time. Have to re- remedy that. But,
1: but her eyes sparkle when she talks to you, so you'll love her. All right. Um,
0: You know, and her hair smells like cinnamon. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. But, yeah. Good to know. But hey, man. Yeah. Uh, anybody else you want to shout out to? I mean, man, I I uh, there's too many. You too know, many. just. Who was, who was like maybe like you want to shout out to somebody that was game changing in your recovery journey
1: man uh um you know there's uh there's so many man but there's uh my first sponsor was cool man he was awesome his uh-huh. name was todd he's a big country boy Uh uh-huh. um and uh man we got down and dirty and um you know we got into it man and and, and you know it was good you mm-hmm. know he helped me a lot and uh and then I met, you know, the Stovalls, uh, Steve and Susie Stovall, I met them, man, mm-hmm. you know, about four years into recovery, and we've been best friends ever since. And when I go to their house, it feels more like home than, you know, any home I've had since my parents passed away. Sure. And so, um, you know, just just them, and then my sponsor now, uh, John H. from, from you know, Eastside,
2: uh, <laughs> you know, he's, right. he's just, he's cool. a
1: magnanimous leader of men, and right. uh, I'm just lucky to have him in my life, and and that whole sponsee family is a beautiful thing. And uh, right. I think Dylan was in it or for a little bit. I'm yeah. not sure. I hadn't seen him in a sure, while. Sure, sure. But hopefully he gets back in there. Well, yeah. So,
0: but but I appreciate you coming yeah. out, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, love to have you back on the show. Maybe you can co-host sometime yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I would love like that, that, Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and then also, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Dylan, uh, you know, going through Dylan. his his rough his rough time. But, uh, you know, we love you, buddy. Yeah. Miss you today. Yeah. Um, and uh, other than that, uh, next week uh, we have a guy from that—that that is actually the owner of the, um, I guess it's um, the Mandala Center, uh, which is wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a guy named Vijay, and we also have Mr. Dusty Burrows. He's recovery famous, Dusty. The, be, the bearded oracle. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have them out uh, next week. What's up, week. Dusty? Yeah. Hey, and then uh, also be sure uh, if you haven't. I hope I hope everything came out okay today. This was our this was our first run, so I mean it seemed good from here. Hopefully it came across good. Yeah, and I, I was ju- uh, I was just gonna say um, be sure and go to our YouTube channel if you're watching us on Facebook. Um, go to thispinkcloud.com and that will take you to the YouTube channel where you can like and share this video. Um, and also I'm going to have extras. I'm going to start doing clips on there. So be cool. sure and subscribe, uh, maybe put together a little best of put, put old Nate to work there. Cause he's got nothing to do. Right, Nate. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> but, uh, other than that, I appreciate it. And you, yes, got, you had something else you wanted to say?
1: No, nah, man, I'm good to go, man. Okay. I'm just, uh, uh, yeah, man.
0: Well, I, I'm good. I, it's funny. Cause now I've got all these, I didn't even get to the, any of the good stuff like the, 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 uh, Oh yeah, we gotta turn this up. I'm, I'm like, uh, it's gonna be fun if I ever like actually do the entire show by me. It's gonna be like, I'm gonna be like truly the Wizard of Oz back here. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of buttons you gotta press. But uh, yeah, um, basically, uh, let me see if I got this. Oh, Oh, that's a little crispy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's start my rap career. Here we go. Ready? yeah. Yeah. But uh, hey, kids, uh, you know, if you ever need any help, reach out to me, reach out to Kelly, Um, reach out to the Kellys. Uh, We're here to help you. Uh, If you want to have anybody on the show, uh, hit me up privately. DM me. And, uh, you know, just remember, kids, there is no magic pill for sobriety, because if there was, we would all take too many.
1: We would smoke them.